All right, guys. I love that intro music. Uh, welcome to Chai Spirits, guys. Thank you. I'm your host, Parker. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was talking to the listeners, not you. Allie is a listener. I was going to we, say, we've established this I'm a listener. She also listens to the podcast. <laughs> so we've got a great episode for you today. We, uh, we've listened to your uh, requests. And the people, they want more local stuff. So we we have... Locals of Chicago, that yeah, is. Yes. Here at Chai Spirit, we are a Chicago-based podcast, as the people know. And uh, we recently visited, um, based on your clamoring for more local stuff, a local distillery. Woo! So we're going to be talking about Rhine Hall, here, located in here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They make brandy. It's fantastic. We're going to talk about it. I'm joined here by our expert panel. I, of course, have producer Jenny. Hello. I have got um, unpaid, very very clear on the unpaid part of that, intern alley. Still working for that promotion, guys. One of these days. Well, we're going to review your self-assessment eventually, and we'll talk about it. And uh, joined again by a wine expert. He knows a lot about grapes, which is going to be great for this episode. Uh, Damien. Welcome, Damien. Hello, everybody. Now, now, Damien, you set the world on fire with your last um, appearance on the podcast. Oh, um, did I? Everyone, everyone's <laughs> did I know? About, everyone's not sure about all about that. It. Everyone's talking about it. Um, so welcome back. We're so excited to have you back. And uh, we're talking about um, mostly brandy, not, not exclusively brandy, but mostly brandy if you're at Rhine Hall. Uh, a lot of fruit, a lot of grapes, a lot of, yeah. a, lot, a lot of fun stuff. So I'm excited to have you on for this one. Now, have any of you guys, I mean, I know Jenny and I went recently. Have either of you guys, though, had been to Rhine Hall before? Never. I have not. Yeah, so it's, it's located here in Chicago. West Loop area. Yeah. Uh, honestly, a real good time. You know, mm-hmm. n- not a huge space, but uh, they. No, but what was cool was we went around uh, just before Valentine's Day, and they had a Valentine's Day market, and they had all of these like uh, local jewelry makers and various different types of artists selling their stuff um, at tables, kind of around where, like, in the actual like distillery yeah. portion of it. Um, so you could kind of like go to the bar, grab a drink, and then like kind of walk around and check out like the the local vendors. So that was kind of fun. That's very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, we bought um, some an infuser from uh, one of the vendors. Yeah, it was uh, aged and infused. I see it over on the table over here. Actually, is that what it's? Is that what it's right there with the little thing? Um, are you gonna break that out during our, our uh, cocktail uh, evening in a couple weeks? I mean. I'll probably age something before that just to see if I come up with something that would be good for the cocktail nice. contest. But uh, anyway, let me give you a little background on Rhine Hall. Yeah, I would love that. So uh, established in uh, 2012 here in Chicago by a father-daughter team, uh, Charlie and Jenny. So there you go. Shout out, Jenny. Like girls named Jenny, owning distilleries, good stuff. <laughs> uh, the brand is named after the ice rink in Austria where Charlie played pro hockey. Way what? Back <laughs> that's yeah, wild. Yeah, uh, Ryan Like that's Charlie back in the day played pro hockey in uh, in Austria. Uh, they lived in Germany for a while, where they uh, they learned from the locals how to make uh, eau de vie, which is the uh, the, pre- the style of brandy. Precursor brandy here. Uh, they moved to Chicago and they kept up the hobby in their backyard. They were literally making this stuff in their backyard for a while. <laughs> uh, I question the legality of that, but I'm proud they're doing it. I mean, they made it legal eventually. Yeah, and uh, they actually had a. It built a bike-powered apple chopper, so it was like literally like a bicycle, like you wheel, like you pedal it, and it chops the apples. Um, That's but, fucking amazing. But if you look at the, if you look, if you look at the label, <laughs> the if you look at the label of the bottle they're holding, there's a yeah. bike, there's a bike wheel on it. That's what that's for. That's what that's for. What? It's about the <laughs> the initial bike-powered apple chopper they were that using. That is 
fantastic. Which is awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, they start with fresh fruit. Um, each bottle contains roughly 25 pounds of fruit. So like, I mean, you get a 375 in your hand there. I think that means 750, but like they're using a lot of fresh fruit to get us the, uh, the, but dip, wow. the, the various brandies. This bottle of plum brandy that I'm holding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of the fruit is sourced locally in the Great Lakes region. So like your, uh, you know, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the Michigan, great, perhaps. Thank Yes. Thank you. Michigan was the one I was forgetting. Um, Probably the most important one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michigan definitely pops up in one of these later ones. Um, they, they, they don't use any flavorings, sweeteners or neutral spirits. None of that is added. So it's all very natural, very natural. Impressive. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be trying uh, six different things. Yeah. So when Jenny and I went and visited them, we tried, I think, 15. We tried like everything. <laughs> um, we tried what they had because there was a few that we were told to try, but they were out of. Uh, yes. I'm told their mango brandy is fantastic, but they were out of it. But so what? what's interesting is, so obviously we purchased the things that we liked the most. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of different flavored brandies, including things like cherry, which we've, an apple, which we've purchased sure iterations of cherry and apple brandy from other distilleries in the past. Um, interestingly, those are the ones that w- I thought were the least interesting. And the ones that we liked were like the plum and the pear brandy. Yeah. No, so we, um, we, we picked up a bottle of plum brandy, pear brandy. We got grappa. Yeah. Oh, but oh. what the only point I'm trying to make here is like plum and pear are flavors that are a little bit less pronounced. Like they're not as, they're a little bit more subtle flavor notes, I would say in most situations. Um, and those are the ones we ended up liking more so that, I don't know. I just think that that was yeah, interesting. No, I, I, I agree. And maybe you're right. Like we've, we've gotten apple brandy from a variety of places previously. Yeah. And, uh, but they yeah. had one and it wasn't bad. It was but, fine. Yeah. But yeah. like, I agree that we, we, you know, we can't buy everything. No, we bought the things yes. that we liked the best. Like we yeah. got a sample of what we, what we thought was the best from their distillery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think we got a good, we got a good mix of things too. Um, and a couple of weird things too, which I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sad. Steven, if you're listening, I, I'm sad you couldn't make it. Yeah, you we need we get, need you on this one, Steve. Get, get well soon. I know he wanted to be on this episode. Uh, we hope you get well soon, buddy. We love you. And uh, we're, we're going to taste the beer schnapps at some point. And, and Steven is the only guy I know who come actively searches for beer schnapps from these guys. And it's, he, he is the biggest advocate of that particular spirit. I'm excited to talk about it. Such a weirdo in the best way. you guys way. talk about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, first up, we've got the, uh, the plum brandy. And this is um, made from Michigan plums, like two different kinds of plums. Um, and and they, get, they deliver them to them at their peak ripeness. That's a big thing. It's, it's got to be at the peak ripeness when they're distilling them. Uh, this is rested in stainless steel for a minimum of nine weeks and then filtered. Comes in an 80 proof. What do you guys get on the nose? Plum. Just so much plum. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very pure fruit, like, um, yeah, just straight mirabelle plum, like white plum I get. Just, yeah, that, nothing else. But very pure, like very specific and very accurate. And it smells, it smells fresh. Yeah. 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 Which I think is exactly what they're going for, so that's perfect. Well, they've hit the mark. Well, I, we've talked about it on so many previous podcasts, but like the, when you're, when you have something like a plum brandy, for me personally, I don't want it to smell like or taste like plum syrup. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to taste like it's like, it's like 
a syrupy flavor. I want it to taste yeah, like yeah. a true plum. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I, I feel like that's what I get from this. Now, so I had a Japanese plum tree in my yard growing up. Do you guys do that too? I mean, yeah, in these, uh, in these yeah. Chicago uh, yeah. <laughs> winters, you know, yeah, yeah, the, whole, the whole tree we had back. in Cincinnati, totally. Pretty but, sure we just had some, uh, like, some oaks. Mm-hmm. Mm, we had a big yeah. pine tree in my front yard. I don't know. You guys have pine trees over in Tampa? Uh, no. A problem. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want me to call up Nance? Let's get her on the pod. Oh, my God. We should ever call in sometime. Oh my god! Are, are if we, we if we do a wine up, yeah. oh my god! If we, we do a wine up, we're getting Nance on the pod. No, no, no listen, we I, should surprise call her sometime and absolutely just like trap her on the podcast. We will have total wine deliver whatever we're <laughs> drinking to her place in Tampa, mm-hmm. and uh, we will trap her. And honestly, I think she would be a, a delight. I mean, she's always a delight, Nance. Yeah. If you're listening, and I know you are, obviously, uh, we, we love you, Nance. Number one fan of the pod. From your adopted son, Parker, we love you. Uh, she, she's always wanted a son. And, and then her dreams came true. <laughs> <laughs> she always wanted a, a son who was, had a successful podcast. So she got half of that. I was going to say, she's, <laughs> she's halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you guys getting on the palate on this guy? Oh, I'm ready to take a sip. Damien drank all his, so he must have liked it. I also did, too. No, I have, I have a little bit left over. Um, but yeah, I would say the palate very much you know, Wait, matches are, the nose. Are you getting some plum? <laughs> I'm getting very, very plum forward. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes clean to me. Like, no, I, no, I, I like that. Note. Agree. It's, it's such, you, you could tell the plum is high quality. With yeah. Eating. Yeah. It's a very like crisp plum flavor. But well, we also mentioned to like residents, stainless steel. So like we're not having anything, um, you know, if this was like aged in oak or uh, something, you know, the, the oak, if it was newer would have imparted flavors, but it's mm-hmm. also, um, you know, air can can seep in right so we would we wouldn't have this pristine of, of fruit profile that's exactly what they're going for just straight yeah, yeah. They, they and like they said no style. flavoring sweeteners or nope. neutral spirits just yeah this is showcasing is. the fruit yep i think Let that's the fruit shine. that's huge i i do not currently have a rundown in front of me but now that you say that about the stainless seal that makes so much sense to me that the you know like i said it feels clean when you sip it yeah. it is crisp it's exactly what you expect of a plum brandy. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now they put it in stainless steel like that because they do they do want to give it time to like this is a big batch of things. They give it time to they could marry or like intertwine. If you're blending whiskey, it's the same thing. It's like you want to give it time. You know, our our dear friend Jake of Whiskey Written fame, um, he he blends a lot of stuff and it's very quick. But uh, if you give it a couple days to like intertwine when, you, when you're blending yeah. whiskeys that does or even like 12 hours or yeah, that, yeah. that does help so similarly with this like you give it months to like all right it's going to be completely immersed in it in yeah 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 love that with with stainless steel is the stainless steel itself imparting any no flavor? no no and that's the whole point of it. right you know, okay so that it does neutral do vessel yeah okay that's big in wine too actually um yep. absolutely a lot of like uh, a lot of white wine uh that's very fruity um, and rosés especially are going to be uh, aged in stainless steel. And um, I mean, th- there's a lot of preventative measures that they, that is taken even before the grapes would arrive into the winery. Uh, because, yeah, like for, for the style, for a very fruity style, very youthful style, um, you don't want any notes of oxidation. You know, yeah. uh, you don't yeah. want it to be, you know, nutty, you know, apples in your Pinot Grigio. So 
Don't, don't mind Allie. You keep going, Jamie. That's how <laughs> no, I'm you're good. I'm good. Great. I'm good. No, I was I was very much enjoying your. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Unfortunately, had to burp. That's, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I killed the conversation <laughs> with that. So, so, well, do, you, do I'm sorry. Continue if you had more. No, that was that was essentially it. I mean, like it's it's yeah. In wine, you know, when you're trying to make like a very fruity style. Uh, which is very common with uh, a lot of like intro white wines, rosés that are just like uh, really trying to maintain primary fruit character. You'll uh, ferment in stainless steel and you won't use oak uh, for those reasons. It's all about the purity of fruit. Or yeah. if it's not stainless steel, it would be like a neutral oak vessel. Um, so like an old, uh, either like older oak or like like huge oak barrels. But that's... But yeah, that's so, their thing. So a lot, like, a lot of distillers will like reuse oak barrels, but or wineries as well. But like after about fifteen years or so of like use, it it really minimizes what the oak is giving you. Yeah, in wine, it's like after like use two, like the first time, it's that's that's where you get all the flavor. Yeah, and then after that, you know, but and then after three, they're they're in the wine world, they're kind of worthless. Yeah, no, and you can it, like it, give it, them it, away it, for free. You know, essentially <laughs> neutral because yeah, all of the oak flavor has been imparted. Um, so next up. Next up, we've got the uh, Reserve Pear Brandy. So we, when we were there, we really liked the plum brandy. We liked the pear brandy. But uh, we decided we wanted to go one age, one unaged. Right. So like most of their most of their menu is kind of like, okay, like here's all of the unaged stuff we have and here's all of the reserve. Like mm-hmm. for a lot of the flavors of brandy that they had, they had a reserve version of it. Um, and so we tried, I mean, like I said, we tried mostly everything that they had Yeah. yeah. and we just, when we went across both of the, the unaged and then the aged stuff, we liked mm-hmm. the plum unaged brandy better and we liked the aged pear brandy better mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And so that's, you know, yeah. we have a little bit of a sampling of everything. Yeah. So, we, so we decided to go the aged pear brandy, uh, or reserve pear brandy. Uh, this is made from Bartlett pears. Um, no, Damien, what's your relationship with Bartlett pears? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, very good with a uh, Roquefort cheese and some sauternes. You know what? I'm, I'm, you had anything, and that's impressive. Thank you, good job. I was I was bluffing, and you you nailed it. Called uh, it. So they use a three week fermentation. So coming off of our uh, last rum episode, that's a long fermentation, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they age it's aged in New American oak for eighteen months. Interesting. So that's actually. Pretty impressive they're using new American oak for this for 18 months. That's a, that's a significant amount of aging. It comes in at 80 proof. And uh, what's your take on the nose, guys? What are you thinking? Before I get in there on the nose, this is just a clarification question. Sure. Um, the last, for the for the folks at home, the last one we tried, the plum brandy, was clear. This one has like a golden hue. Is that from the oak? Yes, that's because, it, yeah, that's from the uh, the 18 months in the new oak, yeah. Very so cool. It, okay, it I, out, yeah. I was... You know, connecting the dots sure, as one does. Sure, sure. Um, good to have that uh, frame of reference. Mm-hmm. I definitely get the pear on the nose. I I feel like along with pear, a common um, a common note that comes along with that is green apple. Yeah, Doug's being very cute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Allie, to just jump on your comment yeah. there. So that's why if you look at the the uh, the color of this, even though it's only eighteen months, because it's new oak, it imparted a lot of color. Yeah, yeah, we're absolutely. Talking, we're talking about like older barrels, not so like because this is new, it it's going to impart a lot. Whereas if it was an older barrel, like a used barrel, it wouldn't eighteen months wouldn't do as much to it because it's new. It's giving it a lot of color. The the nose on this to me is a lot more full. Um, it was 
the, you know, the plum that we talked about was just, you got the plum and that was kind of it. This is giving me much more complexity. Yeah. That's, that's, that's from yeah. the barrel. That, that's yeah. from the barrel. Yeah. You, have, okay. you have your fruit profile, you know, your, your primary, uh, yeah, your, your primary aroma would, would come from, you know, the ingredients, right? Like the, the pear here and then your secondary aromas would come from the, the barrel. The barrel itself. Yeah. So that's very interesting as someone who doesn't have that background knowledge yeah. that I wasn't picking out, oh, that's got to come from the barrel, but I was at least picking out there yeah. is a difference. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and like you're going to get some – I just tasted it. You definitely still get the uh, the oh, fruit, yeah. obviously, but you're getting a little bit more of that like maybe just a hint of baking spice, maybe a hint of vanilla, and that's all from the barrel. That is delicious. Right, that is. <laughs> yeah, that is good. No, it is very good. I just took. I just took so, a sip. He just crushed it. That's a. One of my favorite things to do with brandy is make sangria. Um, oh yeah, and big both, sidecar guy over here. But go on. Both of these, um, both of these brandies, I'd be fired up to like test out some sangria um, recipes because they are both um, flavors that maybe aren't typically used in sangria. So I think it would be fun to play with with uh, both of those in that way. No, really good stuff though. Um, so good. Man, yeah, that's. I I really love the uh, what the what the oak did to it, like it because it, it, yeah, it, I it, I definitely get a little of that baking spice you were talking about. Mm -hmm. That's the first brandy I think I've ever tried that I'm just like ooh, like <laughs> I don't know, I don't I haven't had a lot of brandies where I'm just like super fired up about them in general, and that one got me. That's good stuff. I'm, I'm a big Copper and Kings guy as far as branding goes. As far as uh, well, maybe we need branding. to visit there then. I mean, it's in Louisville. We should go sometime. But uh, all right, cool stuff. Um, I enjoyed that thoroughly. So next okay. up, we've got their Grappa. I'm very excited to try. But first, let's take a quick break. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Another, another great break. I, you know, listen, if, for our one Patreon who's listening to these, uh, the, the unedited version of this, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Why would anyone do that? I know. Because Todd Todd <laughs> loves this podcast. Todd. More, more than any of you, Todd this, loves this podcast. This podcast loves you back, Todd. Listen, we're, we're up to 10,000 listeners and Todd is, loves it the most. So there you go. He's still, he's still like subject one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's patient zero on this podcast. That's what I should have said. Patient one. Patient zero. Zero, yes. Um, so we're talking about grappa. Grappa, grappa, grappa. Uh, so um, the grape pomance in uh, the match is 100% sourced from local wineries. And, we, and Damien and I talked about this before we started recording. So the pomance is uh, everything left after winemaking. It's grape skins, meat, stems, seeds. It's all the stuff after they make wine. Um. But the actual grapes they use for this is our primarily West Coast grapes. So we're combination things there. Um, comes in at 80 proof. Now, Damien, this is your second grappa ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your first being the one I had you try before we started recording. <laughs> so I'm interested in your take on this as a uh, a grape expert of sorts. Oh, I I don't know if I'm all that, but uh, I'm oh, I'm, I'm still actually like having some trouble to to really you know, hone in on what exactly I'm smelling. Uh, but it's very peculiar. A grape spirit expert, I suppose. Anybody have any nose takes on this? I tasted it already. 
<laughs> Jenny's like, I drank all mine. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I didn't drink all of it, but I, I blasted past that. Um, no, I really like the palette though. Um, I really do enjoy that. I think that it is, um, I feel like it reminds me of what like a great brandy would be. I don't know if that's true in how true that is in the making of the spirit, but yeah, I, I mean, no, like brandy typically made from grapes. So that's yeah, all. it's in the same mm-hmm. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I do very much enjoy this grappa, though. I think that it is good. I would enjoy this after, as an after dinner drink. I think. Um, I love that as a, as a yeah yeah. Or pour this chilled, maybe lightly chilled. Even mm-hmm. like I don't even mm-hmm. want it. I don't want it to be too, too cold. I like it as it is. My thought on the nose is that I'm confused by it. I was expecting way more grape. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely more nuanced than that, which is cool. Like, I like that. So um, I've told this story on the podcast before, but for those... That's where, where she lost her virginity. Go on. <laughs> uh, no. no. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so my relationship with Grappa is that... Um, is the whole field hockey team. <laughs> Field hockey, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not even the ice stuff. Hey, hey, hey listen, you, you got a real specific type. Let's... <laughs> no, so um, I worked at Manciano's, an Italian restaurant, for a number of years, and we had two grappas on the menu. One was literally like straight ethanol. Like it was just like if you lit it on fire, you'd, you know. It, it, would, it would be on fire. It would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one... <laughs> the other one was um it was made with moscato grapes so oh, it was made with a sweeter a sweeter grape sure. right um and that one was much more nuanced and a lot closer to what this one is um where you can actually like pick out some flavors and you can kind of like get the sweetness and enjoy it a little bit more um and i think that there are more grappas in the world that are like this now um, um, I'm glad that there are, uh, that, you know, distilleries are starting to get a little bit cuter with it and try and make something a little bit more nuanced that someone could have, you know, yeah. on could, its own. Could enjoy. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Star Union and their grapple, which is that bottle fucks. That bottle we fucks. Know. The note on Moscato grapes is very interesting to me because mm-hmm. I hear Moscato and I have like a visceral reaction, which is just right. But if you mix, but if you mix that with this, right? Like, well, yeah. and, and that's what I think is interesting is because it, I'm I think I'm correct in grappa is like made from the byproduct of making of wine making the wine, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I'm like I know I'm just rephrasing what you said earlier, but I yeah. want to make sure I understand. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me that from the same base ingredient, mm-hmm. you could get something so different. Because I would never drink a moscato. Put that um, put that on my gravestone. Um, Great, remember? Shout out to uh, um the best person who's ever lived. Her name is Lila, my grandmother, yeah. who who loves moscato. I too and love Moscato. She can she can have all of my Moscato. Yeah, and all the Moscato allotted to me. And goes uh, to Lila. and Lila, if you're listening, we love you, and you're the best. I don't care what Ali says, you're great. Lila is the best. I love Lila. I want her to have my Moscato. That's mm-hmm. why I mm-hmm. don't drink it. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> she asked me next time I visit to bring Moscato, so I'm, I'm going to bring her some Moscato. And uh, you know, people like Moscato, but yes, there is mos- so like. 
if you go to the, your local lar- amazingly large liquor store, they'll oh. uh, they'll have a variety of grappa made from different grapes. There's some of some of them have a varietals of grapes. Yeah, and yeah, the Moscato is a unique grape for this. What what grape? Uh, do we know what grape this specific grappa is made from? Uh, that I do not. I don't, I do we have that. the bottle? I don't, I don't see that information. I don't, I, well, like I looked, I tried to do some research on this. I didn't see anything about the specific grape. I know it's, um, it's from West Coast grapes. I, I don't know that, I don't know that's one single grape because it's not, not everyone yeah, does it from. I'm, right, I'm not right. Sure it's probably a blend Coast. of something. Yeah. yeah. So, so some of the, like, um, the other Moscato, like, um, grappa makers will do like individual, like, oh, this is Moscato. This is whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. specific thing. This might be a blend. So, I will say it's delicious. Something that I've seen on most of the bottles that we have tried so far. So they have this kind of like disclaimer on the side of the bottle. Um, and it's the same disclaimer for all of them. So I think this is just kind of like a general statement on like their, how they plan to do things. But majority of fruit sourced from local farms in Great Lakes re- region, fruit mash distilled and bottled by Ryan Hall, small batch production made with custom ger- German still. Fruit brandies balanced with Pure Lake, Michigan water. Hello, Doug. Doug has strong feelings. Spirits are free of like, starch or grain additives. Hmm. Um, so that's a lot of information, but it doesn't it doesn't get to that specific of a level. Yeah. But uh, I like the grappa. I will full disclosure: we preferred the barrel aged grappa, but they didn't have it. it. Wasn't they didn't available. Ha- they didn't have any bottles left. Yeah, but, but the regular grappa is also really very good. No, it's, it's quite a good grappa. Yeah, it's still good. I still, I still would drink this as, like I said, an after dinner drink. So, I, I am super excited about the next thing we're trying. Okay, so we're getting into a slightly weird spirit that I knew nothing about, and maybe still don't fully understand. But maybe so, this podcast will help. I'm. That's what I'm here for. I'm just trying to teach the good people about spirits. That's what we're doing. You called me a good people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're just, you know, we're we're here for you all, and you know, not y'all. Listen, I'm from the south too. We're here for y'all. Maybe, maybe try harder. I say Parker doesn't say y'all. Be better. We're here for y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um. So next up, we have the La Normande. So this is an American style uh, pomao, which pomao is a. A low-proof aperitif spirit native to the Normandy region of France. Love a good aperitif. Um, basically, and this was explained to me by uh, when we were there. They were like, I was like, hey, what is this? They're like, basically, it's a mix of apple brandy and apple cider. So it's a mix of apple brandy oh, and, fr- and fresh-pressed apple cider. Uh, it's aged in bur- bourbon barrels for nine months. Comes in at 36 proof. So it's very low-proof. It kind of reminds me a lot of the uh, the the journeyman um, apple cider liqueur that we're so fond of. Mm, yeah. Although this is higher proof. That's like very low proof. This is slightly higher proof. But uh, we, at the distillery, we were like very impressed by it. And also when I I asked Stephen about like, hey, what should I try? Like he, this was one of the three things. He's like, you have to try this. Stephen being our, uh, our Ryan Hall expert who sadly couldn't be here today. By the way, I just smelled this. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most lovely, delicate apple smell. That is a good. That's a good way to say it. Uh, oh my god, that is! Mm-hmm. I would put that in a candle. You oh, won't. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it! Did you drink any of that yet? Or are you just? No, I have a light pour. Oh my god! Pour it's, it's thirty-six proof. Pour some more in there. Jesus Christ! 
Oh. Somebody get Damien a little more in there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Damien. You gotta hey, be able to smell it. Hey, Uber exists for a reason. It's like a third of an actual port. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I appreciate you're taking it easy, but, like, it's 36 proof. I mean, Christ, my LaCroix is, like, 20 proof. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm a wine drinker, 12.5 ABV, my friend. <laughs> that's that, that's 25 proof. I like know. we're right there. Okay. And okay. a wine glass, like you're pouring a lot more than the little like eyedropper full you just pour for that. All right. You're fine. Listen, we're both going to work at the same time tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> I like Parker. Like you're fine. Like you're you, you can drink more. <laughs> As a person who did like nine Malord shots yesterday, like. You guys Parker, are fine. I need to remind you, you only have one couch, and it's been called by one member of the table, and it's I, not I, Damien. I, I, well, yeah, I was like, I have a bed, so we're fine. Like, what, oh, for Damien, he's fine. <laughs> he, I'm he, good. I'm good, guys. Doug's got two beds. He could have one of them. Yeah, I mean, he has yeah. four. Damien can borrow one of Doug's beds. Hey, Doug, that's is it cool? fine. Is it cool if I borrow that's your bed? fine. Have you guys tasted this yet? Not yet. I have no, not. I've, I've barely... The so, nose in this is fantastic. Though. It's so nice. Okay. I, I do love the nose. So if there was such a thing, so you know how like creamsicle is like orange and cream? cream? Yes. This is like apple and cream when I taste it. Oh my. Okay. So I'm going to say before I taste it, by that description, I'm thinking like, like a stewed apple with like a dollop of whipped cream on it. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I love But it. now I'm going to taste it and see if that holds up. It does, by the way. I just tasted it, and it does. No, oh, the palate's very strong. Hot damn. I got to say. That is fucking delicious. In a good way? Well, I want, I want more. I want yeah. more. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. I was like, I must yeah, no, have it's more. Good. It's good. By the way, we bought all 375 bottles except for this one, which is a 750. I don't think we had a choice, though. No, no. They only make this. Although they sell us at your, at your local liquor store in this, in this size. This is delicious. Yeah. It's, I love this. So is this so with the proof point? I'm assuming this is mostly meant to be for like cocktailing. I don't know though. Like you could just drink this. The problem is could, you yeah. could just drink this. <laughs> yeah. And like it doesn't taste like it has any alcohol in it whatsoever. Well, and it's not that much alcohol. Right, 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 right. We could drink a bottle of this at a Bucks game. I'm telling you, you and I could drink a bottle of this. Yeah, I don't. Game. We're not inviting producer Jenny to that. Uh, well, she unless she Bucks. starts supporting the Bucks. Kyle Trask, what's your take? I have always supported the Bucks when they're not playing the Bengals. Stop it. Listen, <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Everyone always does. So That's the problem with being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan <laughs> in Chicago. Okay, day, day. I want to drink this like sitting around a fire. Like it, it feels very seasonal. Very fall vibes. Very fall vibes. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to be wearing yeah. UGG boots. Yeah. Well, um, I don't even own them, but I'm gonna buy them so I can wear them while I drink. Listen, this. guys, I'm I'm brave enough to say this. That bottle fucks. There it is. I think that there bottle is. fucks. I'm in. There it is. There it is. Who's gonna stop me? Okay. Je Jenny, are you brave enough to stop me? No, that bottle fucks. I think that bottle fucks. Damien, your your take? Yeah, I agree. That bottle fucks. There it is. Slap that sticker on. <laughs> we did it, guys. So next up, we're going to try, and this is probably the weirdest spirit they make. And again, I'm very sad. Steve, we love you. Get well soon. Um, You're not allowed to die ever. And you, also get your ass back on this podcast. Steven promised me he'd never die, so... 
And that, that was today he promised me that. Yeah. So I know for a fact he's going to live because he promised me he'd never die. But uh, he, of all the people I know in the world, he loves Reinhold Beer Schnapps the most. Can somebody explain to me what what is beer schnapps? Sure. So this is a distilled spirit made from completed beer. So normally when you're having things made from like a beer mash kind of thing, it's like not beer you would ever drink. This is made from like actual beer like that you could drink. Do we know what kind? So it rotates. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what this particular one was made from. Um, this was aged though five years. Oh, okay. Um, can I borrow that bottle, Jenny? I mean, I'm, very I guess I'm trying bottle. to learn more. I'm sorry. From I'm, the sorry four, I'm sorry. Four years, not five years. Four years. Yeah. So four year on the uh, It wouldn't. I, I just have to imagine it wouldn't be like an IPA. So this particular one was um, in collaboration with our brewery neighbor, Goose Island Beer Company. Shout out to Goose Island. Beer shout out, shout out. From Bourbon County Brand Stout. Oh, shit. Bourbon County Stout. Oh, and Stout. Finished in Bourbon County Brand Stout barrels. What? That's awesome. That's very fun. Bourbon County Stout is like a big deal. Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of bottles of that. We were going to do an episode at some point, but it's like I'll get so drunk doing that no, episode. Yeah, that, that, those, are heavy, those are heavy hitters. That episode, yeah, if we, if we drink... Hold up, time out. Those? those really like, like comparatively ABV. Yeah, but like if I'm drinking a bunch of those beers, like I'm gonna drink a lot of them. Okay, and, and you're drinking. It's not like you're doing like the pours. Where, like I have a light pour of this beer schnapps. <laughs> like I'm gonna do like half a glass of that. Okay, then I'm doing like five of those. It's, yeah, it catches up on you. Yeah, it, but those are also like so heavy. You have to remember that Parker's getting really old. <laughs> <laughs> I I am very confident. I will. I can outdrink anyone at this table right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, guaranteed. You, I I tapped out like a while ago. You have outdrank me on multiple occasions. Yeah, himself together right now. Yeah, he's he's crushing. I'm gonna stand up and be lost. So so listen, I. I will not accept this. <laughs> okay, but, but but you have to. We have to be reminded that you're old every now and then. I, listen, I know. I to, I literally told you earlier today. I've got one more big party in me, and that's for John's bachelor party. <laughs> and, uh, and for your fortieth. Well, yeah, my fortieth. Well, I don't have to survive that. Like, oh, uh, oh so if you die at gonna, the end of your fortieth, it's, it's fine. It's gonna happen, but like, I'm, I don't have to survive it. Um, okay, can we get back to the beer schnapps for sure, a second? Sure, sure. Okay, so if we must. My question is, so is beer schnapps something that I would sip? Is it something that I would cocktail with? Like, what am I doing I would with not this? cocktail. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't fucking know what to do with this. Did you, did you guys I, I, smell I'm it yet? I'm in the same boat. I have no idea. I haven't tasted it yet. I have nosed it. I desperately need Steven for this. The nose is here. so yeasty. So yeasty. That is a good take on this, actually. Sure, it, it very it much tastes yeasty too. But it smells good. Like it's not a bad thing, but it's like it's not oh, bad. No. That okay. What what I imagine is like if you were making bread and you were like proofing it and you forgot about it and you let it proof way too long, and the yeast was just like growing, growing, growing. That's what I imagine. So I get that yeasty note. I also get a little bit of like a white wine note. I can see that. Um, I don't think it's, it's not champagne. It's probably more of like a, it's, it's a dry white wine kind of a note that I'm getting on it. All I know is I just saw Damien's face and he looks <laughs> confused. 
Gaming, give me your expert take on this palette. Oh man, uh, my expert taste is that my palette is pretty, uh, you know, pretty tossed and turned. I, I'm not sure what to what to make of this. It's just something that I'm not familiar enough with to understand how to interpret. It's lighter than I thought on the palette. It I is. It is. Yeah. It is not as intense as I thought it was going to be. Which but it's is fuck- a good thing. It's fucking weird, though. I agree. No, I, it's weird. It's weird. It's funky. I don't. I don't. Well, so I don't have a use for this in my life. Can we call? Steve <laughs> I'm gonna give it a buck. I do not have a use. Yeah, somebody, somebody, get Steve on the phone. He's on. He's in the hospital, guys. We can't. We can't you don't. Around. You don't think he wants to tell us about his? I'm sure relationship he does. with. I'm sure he does. Your schnapps. But, but like, I don't want to put that on him. He promised me he wouldn't die. Um, but no, I, I. Weirdly, I like this, but like I don't know what I would do with it. I'll tell you what, I don't like it. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's, that's yeah. Fine. I don't hate it. Like it's drinkable. I've certainly had worse things in my life. I don't and, know. Um, you haven't had worse things in your life. Not recently. Well, you are doing well for yourself. Because no. <laughs> um, I, I had a Ferrari shot last night, and that is horrible. Yeah, it is very bad. Um, I had What's a mid song. I don't. I, I don't Burnett know either. and Campari. But uh, yeah, he's... Moving on, we have a coffee liqueur in front of us. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. So this was made in collaboration with Alinea? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so very Al- fancy. Al- Alinea is a, a three-star Michelin restaurant here in Chicago. Yeah, um, many people... We haven't been. <laughs> no, we haven't. Um, I haven't, I, yeah. I haven't been. Did Damien not been? No. I don't know that we're in the tax bracket for that. No. Jenny probably is, but. One day. Mm. Guys, let's drink this coffee liqueur. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, it's good. (laughs) I smelled smelled it and tasted it. So, Ryan Hall uh, fruit brandy is the base for this. Uh, The coffee beans are from a rotating local roaster, so it, it rotates around. I don't know who this particular bottle was. Comes in at 64 proof. A little light proof for Damien. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Look, looking out for you. You know, I need a. Look it out for you, buddy. That's. Uh... I am so interested. I just did take a sip. It smells good. Um, like a fruity coffee liqueur is not something that I expected. You know, I think for me, it gets better as it like. Lingers. Yeah. 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 Because that, because initially it kind of just hits you with some like a upfront. Uh, it's less coffee forward to start. Yeah, and as it lingers, you you start getting those those coffee notes and those espresso notes, and they, they yeah, as you said, they do linger on the palate. But you do still find that fruity base for sure. So what I'm thinking, we talked about earlier tonight, um, how delicious tiramisu is. Oh my god! <laughs> now, hundred percent. Let us imagine you make a tiramisu in which, when you're soaking the lady fingers, you put a little bit of this in there. That would be freaking good. Get the fuck out of here. It would be freaking good. And you know what else? Like, you know how like chocolate and orange is such a good combination. Um, Jenny has seen an orange with lined with chocolate. Oh my god! I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. You oh, put a you. <laughs> you put a little bit of orange zest sure. in that tiramisu with this coffee liqueur. I mean, I might make it. I I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> Man, are you gonna win our cocktail contest? The Chai Spirits Guys cocktail contest? The one I, that I'm gonna be out of town for. Well, no, absolutely. No, no. So I, I we decided that's gonna be the warm up. Oh, okay, good. Because I was gonna say a bunch of people can't make it. So we're gonna do 
People are gonna be here. We're gonna try some stuff out. We're gonna do it later in like April. This coffee liqueur, what by the, the way, is fantastic. It's very no, good. No, this is so good. Um, I mm -hmm. I love we've we've on the podcast in general, we have the the privilege to drink a lot of delicious things that are delicious on their own. And this is certainly one of those. You're welcome. But I but I like <laughs> that this is like really making us think creatively about what we would mix this with, what we would, what we would do I, with this to make a cocktail, to do this, to do that. The the coffee note on this is so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm really getting the coffee on it. Which I yeah. Love. And it, um, it gets more pronounced, uh, with time. It's interesting. Like you, you, you down it and then yeah. you, it, it starts honing in with more specificity. Um, yeah. And there's definitely some, there, the sweetness on it, there is a little bit there. But yeah, it, it's it's very subtle. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, like I, I get the vanilla as well in there, which I I really like, but it's certainly not overpowering vanilla. No, I feel like the like the sweet side of this is not meant to be super over the top, um, and the way that I would use this with a cocktail. Um, you could just put it in coffee, but I feel like for this particular one, you would want to put you would want to mix it with some more things. I'd put that in a revolver all day long. A revolver is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's a great, a, mm -hmm. amazing move because it's not too sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Parker goes. I know. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't have made the suggestion if it wasn't. I love to correct. say thank you when people are like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Um. Yeah, I, I love this. What a, what a great note to end on. It does feel like your after dinner coffee. Like we all we all got our little our little espresso. So, uh, Ryan Hall, what was your guys' favorite of all these things we tried from Ryan Hall? Uh, Damien, your take. Yeah, I gotta say, um, let's see. A lot of good choices. Yeah, well, I would say the coffee liqueur definitely ended up uh, definitely ended on a strong note. And perhaps the La La Normand. Mm. Um, that bottle my, fucks. Yeah, no, that those are does fuck. yeah. Um, and not to be on the negative note, but the beer schnapps was my least favorite. <laughs> I just couldn't okay, get down with it. Damien, noted hater. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm a self-proclaimed professional hater. Um, <laughs> but but would you say that the good made up for? what you didn't like in the beer schnapps the, the what, what everything we tasted yeah you had one you didn't like yeah for but sure. but we had some things that were delicious no, no as I, a whole everything was think, really good i just think beer schnapps is a, a i like the beer schnapps like <laughs> it's just a it's a very specific yeah. palette and some beer some people are gonna love it some people are gonna hate it for for me i guess I just want to know the purpose. Like no, same. Like I, because you you have certain certain things, and you're like, what? What are we using this for? I feel like in Europe, it's more of a thing, and a lot of this is based in like. I know, but do I need the purpose in Europe? Do we need to call some of our European friends? we're gonna visit. Call up Europe right now. What time is it there? I mean, oh no, I don't think it's gonna work. Ali, what was your favorite? Um, the La Normand. Okay. Freaking delicious! I. It was so good. But the thing that I want to play around with the most, the thing mm -hmm. that I'm most excited about mm -hmm. is this coffee liqueur. Nice. I can't wait 
to get myself my own bottle of this. I'm not going to steal your bottle to play with, but. I will buy you a bottle of that. Thank you so much. Um, Jenny's still my best friend, but. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I am. The La Normande, I just was so surprised by. I loved it. Mm. Um, The flavor was so crisp, so delicious. But this coffee liqueur, I am so excited to play with. I think there's so much opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? I love the balance of the coffee liqueur. And yeah, as much as like, yes, La Normand, that bottle fucks. I would like to call out a few other things that I really enjoyed from this episode. And that was the grappa. My performance? No, that was the grappa. And I'd like to also point out that, like, we mentioned this earlier, but we liked the reserve grappa better than the regular grappa. We did, yes, it was great. Um, So even though we didn't talk about that today, like, that's something that I'd like to throw out there for people who visit Hall in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reserve pear brandy is something that I, even though I tasted it at the distillery Mm -hmm. today, Tonight, I was like, whoa, like I'm surprised at how much I liked it. Um, so reserve pear brandy for me. No, it's it's very good. I'll agree on that note that I never thought I would like a brandy as much as I liked that. Yeah. I was so surprised by how complex that was. It was very delicious. Yep. Good one. Yeah. I, I feel like the the coffee floor is amazing. Coffee floor is amazing. The Lanormand, though, is just a revelation. Yeah. Steve was right. He told me, like, hey, the so la- it's something you didn't you know this. about, and yeah, it's, and it's, you tried it, and you loved it. It's a unique spirit. It fucks. We decided it. And uh, I'm just so impressed by it. Like, I would drink all, that all day. It's, it's amazing. So I'm very I'm very happy that we got to try it. But, like, yeah, all this stuff's great. The Reserve brandy is amazing. The coffee liqueur is great. But, yeah, I, if I had to pick one, the Lanormand... La Normand is my favorite, but there's a lot of other things close. Yeah, like it is definitely a distillery that does a lot of really cool stuff. So I would say that if you're in the Chicago area visiting or living here, like please go down there. Um, well, I say go down because it's south. Yeah, go up. It's south, yeah. <laughs> south from where Go we over live. there. <laughs> yeah, just go, make your way. Just, just make yeah, your way. Make your journey to... Um, <laughs> well, and I've, if I can interject for Ryan a second, Hall. I would say if you're going to go to Ryan Hall, I know you've, you've heard some, some takes on the, uh, the beer schnapps. If you're going <laughs> to go out there, try it. Try it because you might love it. Who knows? Like, well, what's cool it's about very, a lot of- I liked it. I like the beer schnapps. I know, but what's cool about the distillery is that when you go there, you can usually get a flight and try yeah. a little bit of everything. And if you're getting a flight, um, mm-hmm. try the thing that is like maybe the weirdest thing, right? Or the thing that would challenge yeah. the thing you that are. challenges your palate. We yeah. tried all those things. We tried the fernet, which I didn't love, but uh, yeah, we tried stuff we, we didn't try like. it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I like they're making it. I, I think respect them for making it. Overall, that's. When you go somewhere, you're trying new things, whatever. Definitely try the things you're probably going to like, but throw in something weird. Yep. Who knows? Yeah. Even if you don't like it, at least you tried it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, good times, guys. This is fun. Yep. Um, hit us up on Instagram at Chai Spirits Guys. Yep. Chai Spirits Guys at gmail.com. 
And then check out our merch store. Get all the cool stuff. Um, Zazzle.com slash store slash Chai Spirits, guys. What was that again? Zazzle.com slash store slash Chai Spirits, guys. Get your cool shirts, hoodies, keychains, pickleball paddles, all the things. I am decked out right now, head to toe. Mm-hmm. I even have the limited edition, aka I'm the only one who has them. The panties. It's pa- pres- pres- you knew. Yeah, you I, knew I, where I, I was know. going. I, I get the alerts when people buy stuff. So I yeah, know. <laughs> hey, question. Do we have a beanie yet? Working on that. We need um, the uh, the vector graphics. Of oh, the- okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check out our store, buy our stuff. And uh, we love you guys. Uh, We'll see you next time here at Try Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers.